Hello and welcome to the Lancet podcast. I'm Richard Lane on Friday, January the 11th. In a moment, statins are having a major effect on public health as the lowering of lipid concentrations reduces cardiovascular risk for a wide range of people. But what about the role of statins for people with diabetes? We'll find out more. Before that, some other highlights from the issue of the Lancet dated January the 12th to the 18th. A third of patients in intensive care units are mechanically ventilated. Although necessary to save lives, Mechanical ventilation also has its problems. It often causes anxiety and pain, meaning that sedatives are usually required. Researchers from Vanderbilt School of Medicine in the United States highlight a different protocol for ICU patients, known as the wake-up-and-breathe approach, where patients are weaned off mechanical ventilation and sedation. In the trial, patients given the wake-up-and-breathe approach spent on average three days less in ICU and were discharged from hospital four days earlier than patients given conventional treatment. Worldwide, an estimated 4 million babies die before they reach 28 days of life every year, about three-quarters of them dying in the first week of life. A simple checklist of seven clinical signs and symptoms could be used to identify sick babies during the first week of life with potentially life-threatening conditions. Applied widely, this algorithm could have a major impact on improving neonatal survival in developing countries, concludes research from the World Health Organization and others. And our long editorial and a linked comment takes a close look at the UK National Health Service, 60 years old this year. But our main feature this week concerns the role of statins for people with diabetes, an area of medicine where some uncertainty remains. This week we publish a large meta-analysis by the Cholesterol Treatment Trialist Collaborators at the University of Oxford, UK. Earlier I spoke to one of the authors, Professor Colin Bajant. Professor Bajant, it's been well known for some time now that statins are having a profound effect on public health, the effect of lipid lowering and what that can do on cardiovascular risk. And the Lancet indeed published the heart protection study a few years ago, and that was a very important study at the time. In terms of diabetes, what's the situation in terms of what researchers told us up until now about whether statins are appropriate for people with diabetes? And as a result of that, what are the, generally the guidelines for doctors treating people with diabetes in relation to statins? Well, the most important point is that pretty much everyone now accepts that statins are appropriate for people with existing cardiovascular disease. And most of the debate has been about whether statins are appropriate for people who do not have known vascular disease, but who can be identified as being at risk of such disease. The guidelines vary around the world. For example, the NICE guidelines suggest that people whose risk of cardiovascular disease exceeds about 20% over the next decade should be considered for a statin. That would include some people with type 2 diabetes. Other guidelines also envisage setting a target for the level of LDL cholesterol that is to be achieved. For example, the American Diabetes Guidelines suggest that the goal should be less than about 2.6 millimoles when treated with a statin and a reduction of about 30 to 40% in LDL cholesterol. But there is quite a bit of variation. And this means that Some people who would be at risk of cardiovascular disease because they have diabetes may not at the moment be receiving a statin. And one of the objectives of our work was to try to establish exactly what the benefits were for people with diabetes, whether type 1 or type 2, so that we could produce something that was a bit clearer. It's fair to say, is it, that the prescription of statins is not 
uniform for people with diabetes. Just to repeat, there could be people out there with diabetes whose physicians are not prescribing them statins because there are concerns that statins may not be appropriate at the moment. At the moment, unless somebody's risk of cardiovascular disease is projected to exceed about 20% over the next decade, they wouldn't be given a statin. And some people with diabetes would be below that threshold and so perhaps would not be considered for a statin at the present time. And before we talk about the current study, your meta-analysis, given what we know about the biology of people with type 1 diabetes and type 2 in terms of lipoprotein profile and HDL and LDL cholesterol, would we possibly expect statins to have a different mode of operation for people with either type 1 or type 2 disease? Well, both these types of patients, type 1 and type 2 diabetes, are associated with a high risk of cardiovascular disease. And what we've been able to show is that the proportional reduction of major vascular events that is about a one-fifth reduction per millimole lower LDL cholesterol, is similar irrespective of the lipid profile. So even in people with raised triglycerides or low HDL, irrespective of those particular abnormalities, the proportional reduction is similar. And in terms of the current study, this is a meta-analysis and you've re-analyzed data from 14 randomized trials and you've got a huge number of people collectively enrolled in these trials, both people with diabetes and also people without diabetes. Do you want to just comment briefly on how you pulled it all together? This was a meta-analysis that we first reported in the Lancet in 2005, 14 large randomized trials involving about 90,000 people in total, and that involved about 19,000 people with diabetes in total. The data set had already been put, put together. The trials had to have been available by 2004, and we've analyzed these data to explore the differences, if any, between the effects in people with diabetes and those without diabetes. And in terms of the major results, they seem fairly unequivocal in that statins seem to have the same benefit to a population of people with diabetes than they do for people without. That's correct. The proportional benefits of about a one-fifth reduction in major vascular events per millimole lower LDL cholesterol were similar in people with diabetes and those without diabetes. The larger the reduction in LDL cholesterol, the larger the benefits. So in fact, a standard statin regimen producing a one-and-a-half millimole lead to reduction in LDL cholesterol would in fact result in about a third reduction in major vascular events. Most importantly, these benefits are similar in people irrespective of whether they've developed vascular disease. So in the large group of people who haven't yet developed vascular disease, the benefits are very, very clear. And that's most relevant for, of course, uh, many people with diabetes who have developed diabetes but haven't yet had an event. And that goes back to what we were saying at the beginning, wasn't it, in terms of current guidelines and who before now in terms of people with diabetes who are getting statins, there's a subpopulation, or it's probably a large subpopulation of people who have diabetes but do not have any existing cardiovascular disease who may not be receiving a statin. That's correct, yes. Whereas the results from this study are showing clearly that actually the benefits of statins would apply to all people with diabetes regardless of whether they have existing cardiovascular disease or not. That's correct. And in fact, we can go further than that say it doesn't really depend on other clinical characteristics such as their age, their gender, whether they're men or women, their blood pressure, body mass index, indeed whether they've got even uh, some evidence of mild kidney disease. As I said before, it's also similar of irrespective of lipid profile. So right down to an LDL cholesterol of below about 2.6 millimoles, that reduction of one-fifth 
for every millimole reduction in LDL cholesterol was similar. And as we've also mentioned, it was similar irrespective of the diabetes type, and that's really the first time that's been possible to demonstrate by bringing all the data together. It's quite clear that these benefits are similar in people with type 1 diabetes, which is, of course, the minority diabetic disease that we see at the present time. The issue really about risk is that it's relatively arbitrary why one sets the threshold level for risk of cardiovascular disease to make a decision about whether to treat. Now, other work from our group suggests that generic statin regimens uh, are likely to be cost-effective down to a major vascular event rate of about 1% per annum if one uses the current data. Since the benefits are similar in people with and without diabetes, this suggests that pretty much everyone with diabetes is going to be able to benefit potentially from a statin. And there are really only a very few types of people who might not be appropriate treated with a statin. They would include, for example, young people who are at very low short-term risk of major vascular events, women who are pregnant in, in which uh, statins are contraindicated, and also there is still a controversy over whether statins are appropriate in people with advanced kidney disease, perhaps who are end-stage renal disease. In terms of the implications of this meta-analysis, do you believe we now have enough evidence to change the guidelines, not just in the UK, but in other countries too, and as a result of changing guidelines, changing clinical practice, which says now that if a doctor, a physician has a patient who has diabetes, if they're not receiving a statin, then they need to be called back in and they need to be given a statin straight away. Well, they need to be considered for a statin, and obviously there may be particular circumstances when it's not considered appropriate. But I think we're ignoring a very effective class of drugs we are able to reduce LDL cholesterol by substantial amounts now with, uh, with statin regimens. We've shown that this is very effective in a wide range of people with diabetes. And it's quite clear that some people are not yet receiving a statin. And that's an opportunity that's being missed. So yes, I would like to see, I think our group would like to see these guidelines reviewed to explore whether we can do better. Professor Bajant, thank you very much indeed for talking to The Lancet. It's my pleasure. Professor Colin Bajant, and in a linked comment to this meta-analysis, Professor Bernard Chun from the University of Birmingham in the UK states that statins are among the most notable triumphs in modern medicine, and he adds, Apart from drug treatment, one must not forget the importance of lifestyle changes such as the cessation of smoking, healthy diet, and regular exercise. Well, that concludes the podcast for this week's issue of The Lancet. Many thanks for listening. See you next week.